of sin, to sin against Christ. That's why it condemns religion, verse 15, that God told us how far we, want, we should go to avoid causing my brethren to suffer. How far we should go to avoid causing our brethren to suffer. So, this is not conventional. Man concerning his focus to fight. The city of Torah, like all other Greek cities, was full of temples of heathen and pagan idols. And in their worship, they used to offer sacrifice. On the altar. And after we offer these sacrifices, the fish and the meat of these sacrifices used to be eaten. So, a question among the Christians whether they should eat from this flesh without the sin of showing respect for honor to the idols or not. And as the read from this page chapter 7 verse 1, they sent and put a letter to some questions. And perhaps this was one of the questions that they asked and told, whether we Christians should eat from the flesh of the sacrifices that we offer to the idols or not. Let's also start by saying, concerning your question about things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge comes up but not to be Some people argue that we Christians, we do not believe in idols. Idols are nothing. Idols are not divine in any way and in any sense. That's why we start to argue. No, we can eat from this fish, nothing wrong. So actually, they based this conclusion on what? On knowledge. Not on the physical of God. Whether this behavior will observe among the other people. So that's what I don't want to answer this question based on knowledge. Because everybody has knowledge. But I want to ask this, I'll answer this question whether we should eat these sacrifices or not based on love, not 
of knowledge. So this question is not a question of knowledge, but a question of love. As we said, love without knowledge gives occasion for vanity and pride. I think that I know better than others. So I am better than others. I know there is nothing for eyes, so I can eat something to And maybe I will make fun of my friends who have been concerned and I just eat from them. So actually, this attitude, which is really a knowledge of me, is a spirit of pride. That's why he said, Pride is with knowledge of our but love is the power. Love is not concerned about the knowledge, but concerned more about what defines the art. So maybe the knowledge will tell me it is okay to eat from this meat. But love will tell you. But if you eat from this meat, you will offend your brother. So you shouldn't eat. That's why we can say knowledge only says all things are lawful for me. But love adds, but all things do not be defined. Knowledge says honesty. All things are not to be. But love says all things do not be defined. So, if you have knowledge without confidence, if you have knowledge without love, knowledge will threaten your eternal life. If you have knowledge without confidence, and without love, this knowledge may threaten your eternal life, your eternal That's why the Holy Spirit says, and if anyone says that he knows anything, he knows nothing. Yes, as we all say. Wow. The first step to true knowledge is to know our own ignorance. And actually, the person who doesn't have knowledge, he may get it from belief that he knows everything. But once we start to study and to get knowledge, he will get this realization that there is no limit for knowledge. So the more I study, the more I realize my own ignorance. So the first step to true knowledge is to know our own ignorance. But if anybody is pumped up with a first knowledge, Actually, he has not got to the right path of the true knowledge. That's what the true is saying. If anyone thinks 
and then they did so much of that was one of them. So when you start by using their arguments, the arguments of the knowledge of it, so soon then your argument is great. If we are speaking about knowledge, we know that an idol is something. The idol is not to God. The idol is not even a living being. He is made of wood, stone, or metal. So there is only one true God, the God whom we worship. So you should raise idol something. All of us know that idol is something. But even if there are so called gods, so called because they are not true gods, but these gods that the people worship, that the creator worship, uh, whether they make like sun, moon, star, so these will worship sun, moon, and star. All on earth, like these, like people used to worship some things. As there are many gods and many lords, all those categories of things, many times we refer to people as gods and lords. Even the scripture uses this term. When the Father says, I think you are God and the children of the Father. So, how does the scripture call people or angels God and Lord? Because we will define the meaning So, then power came from God. So because we have power from God, that's why we may call them God of Holy Spirit. This doesn't mean we are divine. This doesn't mean there isn't divine God. Absolutely not. But when we say Lord of God, this refers to the power that we are received from God. But when we say, even there are some things are called God of Lord. Even some people worship God in heaven or so called God in heaven or so called God on earth. Let's say, yes for us, for us believers, for us Christians, there is one God. So when we speak about the two gods, only one God. So we Christians are not worship three gods. One God. There is only one God. The Father of whom our own And we for him. And what Lord Jesus Christ, through whom our own things and through whom we live. So this can be that uh, that was speaking about one God, but the two words say Father and Son. And of course, the Lord said, 
So our job is we have seven workers. We call Salimun Sar. One bar. We have seven. For us, there is one bar. The bar of whom are all things. He is going to be the creator. So, all creation drives the existence from God, the Father, He created. Of whom are all things. And we for Him. We for Him. We are created for Him. We are created to serve Him, to worship Him. We are created to glorify Him. So God the Father is the end, is the goal for whom we must live. So all our lives should be for them. And what about Jesus Christ? Through whom are all things? He used from whom to the Father, through whom to the Father. Why? Because God created the world through the Son. That's why the Son, through the Son, we are created. So we are created by the Father through the Son. That's why he said about the Father, it's from whom, about the Son, through whom. And he used one word in contrast to the little word in small terms of the world. So through the Son, all of us were created for spirit and government. Through whom are all things and through whom we live. We live for the Father, but we live through the Son. Means what? Through the Son, through his death on the cross, through the Holy Spirit that he sent us, through his sacrifice, through which he has access to the Father and has access to all the spiritual blessings. That's why we are living through the Father. We live through him and access the Father in him and the Son and has access to all spiritual blessings. So in this four, five, and six, ten points and twelve, the knowledge that I was talking about. So there's no other God except one God, the two gods, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But unfortunately, not everybody has this knowledge. Some people believe that idols are God. Not everybody has this knowledge. This is different. However, there is not in everyone the knowledge. Not everyone has the same knowledge that I will come. For some, with conscience of the idols, until man sees it as a thing 
with opportunity for us to meet us. And if you see the opportunity to meet brother, then actually you are abusing your liberty And if you are seeing who your brother is, there will be any part of the change. If you decide not to see over the Bible who your brother is, but this is not Christian, not at all. Actually, this will make you more Christian. And if you receive the food that over the Bible, do you think you will be more worried? No. It's because your brother somebody actually has this opportunity right himself. That's why we understand our weak brethren is an abuse of liberty. Even we do something wrong, but as I told you, knowledge will say all things are wrong, but love has, but not all things will be found. So, if you define liberty, we understand my brethren then I am abusing my liberty The true liberty, the true freedom, is that we should have consideration of our weakness. I am free not to offend my brother, but I am free to define my brother. Again, why does it free? Not to offend us, but does set us free you this freedom to serve others, to defy others, to bring others to Christ. There was something wrong that you mentioned in verse 9, but be aware that some have this liberty of yours, they come and some of to those who are weak. Some of not need one. To cause my brother to sin. Because the person comes with God's fear. And when I walk, I will stumble against and fall. So, stumbling block in spiritual sense means causing my brother to fall, to sin. And who are the weak brethren? Those who are not waiting for it. Those who are wrongly informed by wrongly If anyone sees you to have knowledge, even in an idle sense, so you have knowledge, so you say, I will come. And you decided to go and see an idle sense. I have no weak brother. And I am wrongly informed that I want to die, or if he dies, then I tell you, this is in part of transaction. I will say, this person is a good position who has this knowledge 
will actually unleash thoughts, changing other and respect to the other people. And actually, you will recall in the step. That was the whole thing. If anyone teaches you correct knowledge, eating is an idle sense, will not the concept of merit, who is he? He involves in both. You will dare to eat those things over to others. So you encourage him. You encourage them to pay respect and pay honor to the others. Because a real Christian should be a stronger one, a leader. Sitting at such events, this would lead him to believe that he was honoring the others. And this example of this leader would encourage a lot. The word involvement from the word workers means to build up. But here building up in faith. You make me dare to offer respect and honor to the other and keep it from the need of the other. But we as Christians, we ought to build up one another in good, not in bad, not to violate one's conscience. And because of your knowledge, strengthen each brother first. When you will brother start to pay respect and honor to others, you will first. So, because of your knowledge, you will brother first. But you forgot that for whom Christ started. So, we actually. And the first question to start asking him, people will really aid you in life. And that actually will question any one of our responsibilities. We cannot say you are the Am I a part of my brother? Yes. We have the responsibility of our brother. We need to inspire our heart. So, through your knowledge, the knowledge that means your big brother did eat, you might destroy your big brother by using by God. But remember, Christ died for your big brother to save him. That's right. But when you love him against the present and move the good weak concept, you sin against Christ. So when you face your brother and you wound the conscience, this sin will be against Christ, not against his brother. So such a sin of our weak brethren results in the offending of Christ without the self-judgment. So here, if you apply to the rule of knowledge, I will see. I apply the rule of love. Love and respect would emanate from me 
Thank you. 